0: This episode is brought to you by Kanye West and his inspirational quote. On nights when yay romance, cameras flash so much that I gotta do that yay yo dance. I'm on a world tour with come on my man. After each and every show, a couple decks in a van. It's easy, the hoodlot to listen to Jeezy and Wheezy. And oh yeah, Yeezy, I did it for the glory. Welcome to the Stefan Dyer podcast, my people. To the Stephen Dyer podcast, where I welcome people with remarkable stories for amazingly vulnerable conversations. I am Stephen Dyer, former banker turned comedian and lifestyle entrepreneur. And this episode, my friends, with Gindra Liska and Steve Gonzalez, was proof that you can drop everything and go live the life of your dreams. But who are these amazing people, you may ask? Well, Gindra Liska and Steve Gonzalez both worked at Toronto's popular King West restaurant Baro. They both had several roles Jindra as a server and Steve as the executive chef. They met there years later got married and how and now have a beautiful daughter by the name of Victoria. Jindra is also Costa Rican and one of my best friends you may recognize her by you may recognize her in my vine videos from back in the day 2013-14. Uh, 15, if you follow me on Vine or Instagram, uh, in my comedy videos. And uh, Jindra and Steve, they have a lot of experience in restaurants, in the restaurant industry, working in many roles. And when the COVID-19 pandemic hit and the restaurant industry was hit like severely in Toronto because of the lockdown, they decided, hey, we are leaving Canada, sold everything, packed their bags, moved to Montezuma Beach in Costa Rica, and opened a restaurant. And that, my friends, is how Montezuma Latino Beach Food was born. As its Instagram profile reads, follow them, yeah, follow them on Instagram, at Montezuma Montezuma Latino Beach Food. As the Instagram profile reads, we are the new restaurante Montezuma by international chef Steve Gonzalez, Ceviche Bar steaks seafood and the best margaritas in the peninsula. With that said, I mean it sounds amazing and it is amazing but with that said, it is not always a fairy tale story and I, I don't mean that I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a chasing your dreams has a cost. it has consequences. you give up some stuff to gain other stuff and this episode was just about that. literally pulling the curtain to see what's behind this dream, behind what we see on Instagram. Yes, it is beautiful, obviously, but there are some sacrifices. I love the authenticity, the honesty, and the vulnerability. If you like this episode, share it with your friends. Give us a review, screenshot it on your Instagram stories, and tag us at Stefan Dyer, at Montezuma Latino Beach Food, at Gindraliska, and at Latino5spice, which is Steve's Instagram. Well, my friends, I don't have to say anything more. They are an incredible couple. They are entrepreneurs. They are on the beach. They are Torontonians at heart as well. Please enjoy this episode with Jindraliska and Steve Gonzalez. Like I know you will in three, two, one. Go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Stephen Dyer Podcast. I have here the unbreakable, the unmistakable, the highly capable couple, Steve González and Jindra Lista conquering Montezuma, Costa Rica. How are you guys?
1: Good good, 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 How are
0: you? Very good. I am so excited. I was just telling Madison, and my wife that it is beautiful when people know both of the guests on the podcast, so I'm very excited because a lot of people are going to listen to this because obviously we're friends here in Toronto. I'm Costa Rican, Gindra is Costa Rican, Steve is Colombian but grew up in Toronto, so we have like this entire mix of friendship for years here, and now you're back in Costa Rica, and I'm very excited about this conversation because... When people listen to on paper, obviously, when they're like, "Oh my god!" Like Steve and Ginger went back to Costa Rica and they opened a restaurant on the beach. It's like a dream come true, and it is. It's- but there's a lot of challenges that come with it. Oh, so I want to talk to you guys oh, about it. So <laughs> the book left? You moved up to Toronto in the middle of the pandemic with your beautiful daughter Victoria and you opened a restaurant.
1: And Papichulo, Papichulo,
0: yeah. your firstborn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know, I know. And you opened a restaurant Montezuma
1: Latin Beach Food. Is that the uh, great name? Is that the official name? Did I get it wrong? It's uh Montezuma Latino Beach Food. Latino Beach Food.
0: And it's on the beaches of Costa Rica in Montezuma, where, let's go, <laughs> where actually Jindra and I partied like seven years ago or six years ago. We yeah, went Montezuma. with, uh, yeah, we <laughs> went, to, went, to Casa, went to Montezuma, we went to Montezuma, we with my brother, everybody, and- were my grandma. And your grandma who kicked us out of your house, grandma? no, your uncle kicked I'm us my out my of your grandma's house. Grandma. <laughs> You're You're <that> little. Little. <laughs> <of> grandma's
2: house.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, we just showed up and we're like, hey, guys, nice. like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, whoa, I just met you, man. Like, I can't. I guess we're leaving. Hey, but gonna... your grandma was... Yeah. He's a
2: like, oh, He has some issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Jimena's family is from there. So there's, like, a bit of a mixed feelings. You, you left Toronto in the middle of the pandemic. Now you're in Costa Rica on the beach, open the restaurant. What was the reasoning behind leaving Toronto to open a restaurant on the beach?
1: Well, well, there was so many reasons. You know, I think uh, originally the plan was to come to Costa Rica and live here eventually. You know,
2: but you would figure it years from now. Yeah, we didn't would, think it was. We, we were no that hurry
1: way. to do it. We wanted to get established. We wanted to make sure we had enough cake. We had, you know, we had to make sure we were good to leave, right? And the pandemic happened. And uh, you know, we kind of laugh about the story that one day we were laughing. We were gonna move, you know, we were downsizing, smaller apartment, lower rent, you know, trying to save money, whatever. And we were like, "Yo, we can move to Costa Rica with that money." <laughs> and we did, and we actually, I think we were we were under like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, under That's what a- it under what it would have cost us to you know move, move to in a smaller condo. apartment first and last. You know, they wanted to charge us a, another deposit, an extra half a month, because uh, we were in the middle of the month. Whatever it was, just it, it was gonna cost me like six grand to just, move. To, just to move with the, the movers, hundred. just to move to a wow. smaller place. Right? And we're like, no, nah, man, we can we can move. And uh, okay. the plan was not originally to come to the beach. The plan was to stay in San Jose, you know, stay with with her mom in Santa Ana, trying to figure out we can what we can, you know. What we can open there, you know.
2: We're looking at a lot of places. We looked all, in San Jose, over. all I looked over. In, I
1: went. I went to Nicoya too to see what we can what we can do there. Yeah. Samara
2: and uh, and all that area.
1: We were like all what? over to see what we were going to do, right? What what, what we're What gonna were the options? Because you know, when it comes down to it, I've I've opened fourteen restaurants in my in my life now that I can do this anywhere i just <laughs> need some money to make it happen right wow what
0: eyes. would it take if, what, yeah there's open three but you both have incredible experience and what would it take in toronto just to compare it what would it take in toronto downtown not necessarily where Barrow is or where valdez used to be but like in the junction it um like Blurring christy what would it take approximately money wise to open a restaurant like 20000
1: or is that too oh $20,000? in toronto are you crazy
2: yeah, at least.
1: i think uh, depending on what you want to do right depending on big it is it's all relative to the scale of when you want to do it but it's going to cost you be minimum 80 grand minimum wow. grand, i'm going to say i'm going to say between 100 and half a mil to open a proper restaurant you know to have a plan To have first and last months, to have some some bank that you know if it doesn't go so well, you can pay your rent, you know. A lot of people go out trying to do stuff on a limb with 20 grand, man. You do a pop-up with 20 grand. (laughs) Yeah. Doing your property, right? Yeah. and And investing it and doing something properly, right?
0: That's incredible. And what would it take to open the equivalent in San Jose, Costa Rica? And it, on the beach in Montezuma, it's much less of an investment, or not really.
1: Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be a lot cheaper, but again, we're dealing with American money, and the mm-hmm. money that I have was do- Canadian, we- and uh, so we had we lost a little bit on that, but, you know, I thought we were going to be able to do this here with like 20, 30 grand, but <laughs> 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 well, we're still up like 60, 80 grand, you know? I wow. Think- I think the you know if 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 we really want to talk numbers the whole year that we've been here you know buying we're on our second car that we bought we had to buy I bought a car on my credit card I bought a minivan on my credit card
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the worst car that like the,
2: the best because of the size but the worst because it like it came from, from- Guatemala.
1: It was from Guatemala. We couldn't get parts. We couldn't get a, a windshield that backed up into a into a tree. The window broke. It, it so was out. a
2: minivan, like such a long car, driving that car was bueno. Like, like, so, driving a so with the
1: truck. move and like living, you know, there's three of us, plus a dog, four of us, you know, and uh, we're trying to take care of the community. I'm, we're in like 120, 130 grand. That's incredible. So again, on paper, it
0: sounds like when you think about the beach, everybody, everybody pictures, everybody pictures like Tulum or they picture like, uh, like a, a beach on like Southeast Asia and they immediately associate it with like peace, and okay, like the
2: perfect life in the perfect life, too. So don't forget, yeah,
0: The perfect life, but it's not that. I mean, it, it is hectic, and a lot of people don't know, but cars don't survive many years in Costa Rica. Oh, you my know, God. you're oh uh, in the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so Just Every, with that, it's a little hectic. Yeah,
2: everything breaks. The streets. Um, I wish I could show you. Like, we'll try to send you a video. Like, Holes everywhere. We're in the jungle.
1: Like, We're in the jungle. Yeah.
2: In the middle of the jungle. Where <laughs> we live is the town next to Montezuma. It's called Cabuya, And that is like an enchanted forest. It's beautiful. We love it, but it's it's the jungle. Yeah, it's the jungle. Like right?
1: things are trying to kill you, right? There's spiders, there's spiders, scorpions, snakes, howler monkeys. There's
2: and they throw shit. They throw shit at you. They I remember. They
1: shit. <laughs> Like I, I
0: remember. And we by have, the way, for the people who are listening, this is not a joke. Like, we're, these things actually happen on the beaches in the forests of Costa Rica. Oh, and yeah, it's not. We're Three not people exaggerating. Have drowned.
1: Three people have drowned since I've been here. What? In the ocean. Because they don't take, they don't respect. And, they they, don't and, and they're not taking it seriously. This guy's trying to trying to go find mariscos it's in the fucking rain. And it's, it's pouring. Come on, man!
2: And he he got hit by a wave, and the wave <laughs>
1: took him in and spit him out like three three kilometers down on another yeah. beach. I remember.
0: I remember. Like it's. I think it happens really in all beach towns that are. Well, I, when I lived in El Salvador in La Costa del Sol, we used to. So the Costa del Sol is like forty minutes away from San Salvador, and my family, my stepmom's family, used to have a house on the beach, and like on a monthly basis people would drown or near drown. It would go in that people would go in with surfboards to try and save people. Or like wow. when my dad had a jet ski, he saved
1: like four people in like
0: a year. Yeah. It's insane. The
1: local, and then the people, local, the local guy with somebody's like, yeah, I think, I think i I think I've saved like six people in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and a lot of these people go in and like, Oh, we'll party for the weekend, get drunk, then go into the beach. And it's like, dude, you, don't no. drink and go in. Yeah. If that
2: happened, actually, a guy that was really drunk drowned.
0: Yeah, and okay. So, what do you miss the most about Toronto? First, Jindra and Steve.
2: Oh, I miss not only my friends, but you know that um, that big city life. I don't know if it's just Toronto, but I love by bi- the bike lanes you know, the, the public transportation. I know people take it people are like, oh, TTC sucks. Really? <laughs> TTC doesn't suck. TTC That's is much. amazing. Like, you know, subway system. And Try taking
1: the bus from here to Cahut to, to Montezuma. <laughs> if it shows up.
2: And it's like a little buseta, you know, like a little bus that is falling apart because the streets are so bad. And, you know, public transportation in Costa Rica, period, generally, like uh, I would never go on a bus, and and we take for granted that our uh, Queen and Dufferin bus. That bus is great, like you know the,
1: the, the Jane bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that ability of of moving everywhere, biking, not using your car so much. You know, trying to be more more green in that way. We cannot have that in Costa Rica. We're really green, but we we have to drive everywhere, and. My friends, you know, to different neighborhoods where you want to go one day for Korean food, one day you want to go to China, town. China, China town. town, Kensington Market, oh, like, I miss... Shout I miss out to Taste of China. Taste of China. Oh, I miss
1: you so much. <laughs> Steve, what, what else do you miss, Steve? Uh, for me, it's, you know... As a as a as like a person, not much because I don't really need much. Like I have everything that I need. I feel super, super great about what I have here. But like as a professional, man, I just miss ingredients. Like I had to buy olives the other day because I needed to taste something different. <laughs> I never really cooked with olives, but I saw olives. I was like, Yes, olives. And then we made this I made this pasta salad and whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's tasty. <laughs> i love
2: it quick too in toronto you trying to get
1: trying to get product you know tofu whatever can it's just it's 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 taking some time to adjust you know um but i do i miss my family i miss my friends i miss borrow a lot um and just kind of maybe just more the life that we had there. We got so comfortable, and mm. right? We just kind of just missed that and the city life. But, you know.
2: Going to a park in here. What? If, we don't go to parks. Going to,
1: <laughs> <laughs> here,
2: there's no parks. You even in San Jose, you try to go to a park. There's no, like,
1: yeah.
2: you know, going, going to a park for, like, a picnic with your friends. Sounds, probably sounds dumb, but. I, I miss that. I miss that.
1: Uh, yeah. No, they they miss I miss the <laughs> All right. I Kensington that,
2: Market, man. you know, the
1: taking homeless papi, people. We're taking Papichulo for walks.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Papichulo hasn't seen a leash since he's been here.
2: Almost a year. No
1: right. Dude, he killed the <laughs> quail. He's in the compost. He's <laughs> trying to fight the howler monkeys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nobody can come on the property because he's become the guard dog, right? Oh, he Comes on the... And he's like... He starts say, barking. He goes to see who's there. And he's going you know, to fight a jaguar one day or something. I don't <laughs> know. Also, no like, in this area, Snakes. You no, know, but as far Steve, as, like, I, missing much, I don't, I don't miss strong that much, except for, again, my friends and family.
0: I do miss it. Steve, I know you mentioned on your social media in one of the articles online that it was one of your dreams to eventually someday open a restaurant on the beach. And like, again, it, to most, it sounds like a dream, but when you really pull the curtain, it doesn't sound, it's not as easy. And there's a huge physical, mental, emotional toll of starting all over again. What has been the biggest challenge on your end apart from sourcing the ingredients, obviously.
1: Um. Well, just, you know, I'm used to dealing with professionals, like with cooks, right? That cooks that want to be chefs, that want to be, you know, when I was a borrower, I kind of used, this, used the phrase that I don't build cooks, I build chefs, right? Mm-hmm. Where here, I got this lady of three that she's my dishwasher, mm-hmm. right? And, and I, you know, how, how do I try to, tell, re- try to train her to peel a carrot with a peeler, where she's used a knife her whole life? Right, yeah. um, things like that, and then, like again, the the, the supplies and, and and dealing, I'm dealing with a different animal here, you know. Where borrow people came to really experience the food and have it, They're like here we're a beach joint, and people just want to hang out at the beach and enjoy, drink margaritas, and have some ceviche, right? So I've had to like tone it down a little bit and really, really focus yeah. on you know on on what it takes to put good food out at a beach place. As, uh...
2: I feel like he's re- reinventing himself. Oh, right, to, yeah. he he had to reinvent what what Steve Gonzalez is. You know what you know the Steve Gonzalez that you know. It had to.
1: Yeah, he doesn't exist here.
2: He, he's <laughs> completely different
0: here. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I and, couldn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't keep up that same pace here. Like the idea we spoke about it one day, and I you know I, I became an asshole because I had too many expectations of what I already knew of a life that I, a life and a career that I already, that I knew, and that I've, I've put so much time into, but now I had to reinvent. Right. And, you know, to take a step back and, you know, sometimes fuck, there's no fish. <laughs> we ran out of fish because it's fresh. Right. And, and, you know, it sucks. Cause I've always had the mentality, of, yo, we can't run out. Like if you can make it, we have to make it. But here, man, sometimes there's no shrimp. I and I have to wait till yeah. tomorrow. Or if I'm lucky, the, the guy comes around at four o'clock to see if anybody needs anything. And then
2: another guy, a guy. Like he just fish random, random when dude. fishing, he stops by. He's like, Hey, I look, going. I got
1: five snappers. You want them? Uh let me look at yeah. Wow, they look really good. Yeah, I'll take them. Thanks. You know, That's and it's so, so random. It's so random sometimes. I just the things that have happened to us here—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I can't explain. And and, and as far as far as, as far as like the dream restaurant, it's always been my dream to be at the at, at the beach. And I think it's it's uh, it's a cook's dream is to be at the beach and using the freshest ingredients and going out to the bush and picking mangoes and and limones and and you know just harvesting whatever you could because there's. I can shave like five points off my food costs just by going to buy li- picking up my own lines. Uh, That's insane! Cool, and how I- smaller?
0: How smaller is the people who report to you like at at borrow, Your your team oh. versus the one here, and how different are the people that you work with in the kitchen culturally than the people in borrow? Are people in Costa Rica more like? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I work till three, but I'll leave at 255. Are they like more relaxed or how, like, what's it like Way culturally? more
1: chill. Way more chill.
0: <laughs> we have to understand.
1: I never know what time they're going to show up at. I never know.
2: They might get a flat tire. Flat
1: tires are a thing.
2: Happen a lot. My motorcycle a lot. has a flat tire, and I'm like, like oh, crazy. God. That
1: happens here. I'm like, then you know, it's not like you just change your tire like on a bicycle. You gotta like you need equipment, you gotta get into the it could be three hours. Right? And and what are you saying? Like, okay, um, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> you know? or again, or again, we're, we're dealing with people with families and sometimes they can't get a babysitter or the kid's sick or whatever. Right. And we've had to be really understanding about that. And, you know, thankfully right now it's not that busy, you know, and, and I'm able to do a little bit more on my own. You know, some days I got to wash dishes. Some days I got to clean toilets, whatever we can, this is what we have to do. To survive right now in in uh, in a slow season,
2: and and we do most like uh, I'll I'll clean the whole room, the whole um, piece the, dining of the room, whole right? dining room, and uh, one hour later someone else comes and helps me, you know, do something else. Or... Thankfully,
1: we're professionals. We know what we're doing, and and we can do that. You know, like what what what, what I can't believe is people that open restaurants have never done this shit in their life. <gasps> Yeah. Then, yes. then you're like, all of a sudden, you're, your bartenders show up, and you're like, Ah, uh, how do you make a margarita? <laughs> Come on,
0: true. man. That's true. Gene, what has been the most satisfying part of this entire process?
2: Um, I think it's, it 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 always comes to me. I feel like I always look at it like a, like a dream we're building together the most satisfying part is is that we're doing this as a family and it it's so hard like we'll fight we'll want to kill each other but we also love each other and we see each other as a team and and you know i respond to him and and you know he he responds to me like we try to respond to each other you know and and i feel like that's really satisfying it's really hard To work with your partner, it's really hard to work with your partner. Like he says, I don't understand how people do it without having the experience. You know,
1: Mm -hmm. can you imagine doing it with your partner and not knowing
2: what you're doing? doing? Like a lot of people open up restaurants (laughs) or they say, my dream is to have a restaurant. And and I bet you met a lot of people and whoever's listening. And
1: that's cool. And that's cool. I don't want to bash it. I don't want to. But.
2: but it's hard. Like you know, it's for us. It's it's you know. That's for me. The most satisfying part is that at least I'm dealing with a professional chef. That I want to kill him, but his food is good. Like you know, and I and I can and I can be safe and sure that what's happening in the kitchen, it's. It's gonna be perfect, and it's gonna be well taken care of. Like, mm-hmm. the same, there, and same
1: with the bar. When she's on the bar and she's around, and like dealing with tables, I'm like, oh man, no problem. We're gonna run out of fish today. No problem. We're gonna, we're, you know, it's gonna be a good service. It's it's just the two of us together are unstoppable. Right? I love a, it. It's just a matter it, of, you know, sounds- of being on track and being on the same page at the same time.
2: And trying not I to lose. The bad stories. Right. Like, not try not to let the bad moments defeat us. There's gonna be many of those. Like, if you think just because I say we're a team and you know we're there for each other, it doesn't mean that you know sometimes it's it's bad. Like, we're like, okay, let's not kill each other. Step back and and you know, sorry, what I for what I said while I was
1: mad. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, I, you're angry. sometimes you're hangry but you can't just go to the super. You can't just go to the store next door and grab a Snickers, right? <laughs> you gotta go <laughs> to Super Tito or Super David. You gotta that, drive. That's like you gotta drive there, or or you're on a hike in the jungle, right? Yeah, I I feel
0: like it's a process of getting to know each other a lot in a different environment. Because, for example. If you, you need to have that self-awareness because in my, in my partnership with, with not to say on this podcast that she produces or in my partnership with Huang, my business partner in my Binsangla and the Rethink group, I am, I am very disciplined and obsessive and, and like, let's go get these goals. But I have these strengths. Every strength has a weakness to it. Like every strength has a shadow to it. So, for example, Steve can be the best chef ever, and he's determined, and he has certain expectations. Those are his strengths, but a lot of people are not on his agenda. Like, they don't have those strengths and are not – Nobody's like, on my level.
1: fucking agenda here. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> There ain't nobody on my agenda here. Okay, maybe Bobby Chulo. <laughs> maybe Bobby Chulo, because we yeah. get up in the morning and we go to the beach, and he's like, "Okay, we're going." Cool. And then nobody on my agenda here. Not even, exactly. Not gonna hurt. And 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 you know what? And 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 it take me. It took me time to to, to really? adjust. I'm still. I'm still adjusting to it. But but now I'm like, I'm 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 actually feeding off that. Right? Because now I don't have yeah. to fucking... Sorry, I keep throwing F-bombs. I make, But now I now, I, now I don't even have to worry about people as much. Right? Because yeah. if, if if you don't want to live in my thing, okay, then do your thing. And I'll meet you when we have to meet. But you fucking exactly. better be
0: ready.
1: <laughs> you be ready. Because I, if I'm not going to worry about it, it comes down to us have to deal together. I really hope you're ready to go.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's having that self-awareness to not hold everyone to your own rhythm and expectations because for example I am very disciplined and I'm also like a visionary so I have a lot of ideas and I'm thinking and the only thing that saves me from executing doing stuff is that I'm disciplined for example this podcast I had the idea for like three months in my head and I'm like maybe I should do it maybe I'm not Um, and then I kind of said it to my wife and in like 22 minutes she had bought the equipment bought everything done the whole research things that I wouldn't it took me like four months to decide to whether do it or not but (laughs) when it comes to stuff that I already am doing I am very disciplined for example if my wife is like hey let's go to the gym tomorrow at 6am and I'm like be careful what you say because you've never gone to the gym at 6 a.m. And if, yeah. And if you tell me that you want to go to the gym at All 6 a.m., I will be there and you cannot back down because I will fucking flip out. And, and then she goes to the gym at 6 a.m. And guess what happens the next day? She goes and the next day she'll go, but the fourth day she won't. And then I'm like, no, you said we were doing this this year and like we're doing it. But, discipline is one of my strengths it's not one of hers but execution is one of hers sometimes i'm like thinking about ideas she'll listen to it and she'll boom 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 like a project or blah blah, blah. so it's up for us to really match together but if i get really angry because she's not disciplined this relationship is never going to work because mm-hmm. those are my strengths and the shadow of being disciplined is that i get pissed off when people are not but it's unrealistic to think that everybody will be the same way as you are. Yeah. So if you don't have that self awareness, you're just gonna collide and collide, and it's yeah, it's gonna be unproductive.
2: And, and, and I feel we're the same. He's he's um, he's like you, and I execute. I'm not, I don't have discipline. Like I try to work on it as much as I can, but really I can't. It's it it kills me. I this part of one of my biggest flaws is that. I it's, it caused me like it's very hard for me to have that discipline but I'm an executor <laughs> like I'll make it That's happen good. I'll make shit happen but
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm on the like if, if I know I gotta be somewhere at six I'm ready at quarter after five before <laughs> six yeah. I'm ready to go let's go right and then and it's funny because Victoria's like that now. But worst. But she's worse. She's like, okay, no, vamos. We're leaving. And, and, she's, and, and if you leaves. don't leave within two, three minutes, she's already in the car. No way. Yeah. She's like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Right? And, and again, that's just how I've been trained and programmed. I've been so programmed for 5 o'clock. Right? Yeah. 5 o'clock, dinner service starts. You need to be ready. 5 o'clock. You know? I've exactly I've my whole career trying to be ready from five o'clock for the moment I woke up. Yeah. And
0: and nothing is, nothing is just a strength or a weakness. It's all context, like being uh, relaxed and like is very inflexible. Like Dindra is like very good in some contexts, but being disciplined and executing and like being straight, direct, like Steve is, is really good in some contexts, like a kitchen. That's why he has been so successful. Maybe it's not good on the beach in other contexts because people are like, hey, my my tire, uh, you know, like my I'll family. be there when I'm there.
2: Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> the other day, you know what happened to me? This guy is like 5.30 on a Saturday. He's like, has a bad attitude for some reason, whatever. We were allowed to have bad days. And he's like, and I'm like, what's up? He's like, I'm tired. I'm like, fine, go home. But I want to let, let you know that you're leaving me on a, fr- on a Saturday night at 5.30 yeah. p.m. when we have live music and it's our business day. It's our right? day to make
1: money. It's, it's our money the day,
2: day that we make money, exactly. And um, and he just grabs his bag and leaves.
1: <laughs> and I'm like cooking and I'm watching this guy go. And I'm like.
2: And I'm like,
1: go to the store. Is he
2: for real? Like, is he, is he for real?
1: Maybe they ran out of mint or something. I don't know. Like,
2: I, I know. I said <laughs> you can go home if you're feeling tired. But you leave. You know, another one would be like, oh no. You know what, boss? You're right. It's a five thirty on a Saturday night. I cannot leave you by yourself. Yeah, it's
1: our money. Let it's our money. Today. Let's go.
2: And and he left. And he sent me a voice note at twelve. He's like, hi, boss, I'm home now. I went to, back to Montezuma, because he doesn't live in Montezuma. And he said, I went back to Montezuma for a few beers, but I'm home now.
0: I'm oh,
2: like, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were tired, and I thought you were not feeling well. So you let me up at 5.30 just to come back and have a few beers? I'm not your mother, first of all. I'm not your mother. I don't At 12.30, if you're already home or whatever, you know, people, People in here are just like crazy. Like, so relaxed, man. Everyone, of course, smokes weed. You know, everyone loves to party and have their beers and everything and their drinks. And Saturdays are really busy. Like the whole town is is crazy busy. And it's just a lifestyle here. I feel like we cannot fight that. Up. It's it's like, you know, it's like our enemy coding. It's like our enemy. Everyone is so relaxed, but we gotta join that. We gotta join that that dark side. You know, join yeah. your enemy. Yeah. Our enemy is that everyone's so relaxed that we just learn something no, exactly. of everyone and be relaxed too.
1: Huh? if you can't, if you can't, you know, if you can't win or maybe not win, but if you can't come out you on top them. of the situation, just join, join them. them.
0: On the topic of friendships and, and family, I know that your family lives there, uh, like your mom's side of the family is, is lives in Montezuma. And what has it been like to see them uh, again and to have Victoria see them again? Because there's one side of it is, oh my God, it's amazing to see my family again. But the other side is like, Maybe I should just see them once a year (laughs) because (laughs) sometimes things in large doses aren't that good. I don't know. What's what's it been like?
2: You know, maybe maybe we're going through a honeymoon phase, but it's really good. I, you know, I can call a cousin. I can call an aunt. I have no one to help me with Victoria. Would you take care of her for a few hours? Or would you, I don't know, like, you know, it's, and she's such a, obviously we all parents think that our kids are perfect, but she's such a good kid. Like (laughs) Victoria is so good. Stefan, she, she's, she's chill. She doesn't do tantrums. She just like, she's everything. She's like, no, gracias. No, thank you, or yes, please, or or can I have this, please,
0: or you know, she's <laughs> I don't know how like we're doing it, right? How we're doing it so good? What about her English and versus Spanish? She understands both because we try to keep both languages,
2: especially stay with the English. I do English a lot, so. To her, I try to do both, you know, if I say something, if if we count to 10 in in Spanish, immediately we'll count to 10 in English. You know, everything like we're doing an animal book and we'll do both uh, languages. She actually says some animals in Spanish and some animals in English.
0: Steve, what's been the weirdest thing about Costa Ricans that you've noticed? The The weird yeah, the weirdest thing, like, like, why does this thing work like that here? Uh-huh. Like,
1: salsa, Lizano. salsa Lizano. Yeah, I don't get it. Salsa okay, I'm, I'm, starting to get used to having it in the frijoles. I get it. It tastes good there, but like you put it on tamales. That's all you taste when you eat a tamal full of salsalizano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. And about
0: <laughs> regarding the menu at, at, at your restaurant, what is there? Is there uh, Gallo Pinto, is there like traditional breakfast or it's not about the breakfast? It's about okay, so what's on the menu.
1: Well, it, part of it is about the breakfast because her aunt, her 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 uncle's wife, she does breakfast. And mm-hmm. she's like one of the original rock star chefs of the of the, oh, the of town. the town. Like oh. if people find out she's cooking, people go to like sometimes her. she makes staff meal and people find out and I have to sell them some. <laughs> It's crazy. I'm what's like, your name? I'm like I watch you make some. I go do something. I go to eat. Like it's gone. And I'm like, no. And then we're gonna eat. She's like, oh no, no, se rendio, se rendio. <laughs> you sold, it. sold it all. It's gone. It's finished. I'm like, oh, well, no. Like, well, well, we made some money off it. It's cool.
0: <laughs> you know. And what do people love the most about the the restaurant? What plates do do they love? Oh, the ceviche. The
1: ceviches. You know, because nobody makes ceviche con atún. Nobody does ceviche with tuna. Right? Oh, like, yeah. like, people are actually weird about it. Something weird about it. And with Marlin. Marlin more so, but tuna not so much, right? But when they eat it, they're like, wow.
0: I've
2: never had a ceviche wow, like this
1: in my life. So weird, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people from Toronto are going to be listening to this, especially your friends. And if we've thought about it, they've for sure thought about it. And that's hey, we got to go visit Stephen Jinra at Montezuma and, like, go to the restaurant, see them go party there a little bit. What's the situation like right now with COVID? And if it was, if we, if people can go now, and if they go, what would you recommend for them to do if they had seven days in Costa Rica?
1: I'll do this.
2: <laughs> well, you have to come see us. And, yeah. and a trip to Montezuma is, so it's a half a day to get
1: there. it's, a Unless, you it's a take a plane.
2: Unless you take a little plane and, and you arrive in Tambor and we can pick you up there and like but you gotta get a ferry, you gotta go to the ferry, get the ferry, and out of the ferry come to Montezuma.
1: Five hours mm-hmm. or take twenty-eight minutes. You.
2: From the airport, <laughs> you, <decide. laughs> you can grab a little flight and it'd be twenty-five minutes. Like it's such yeah, a
1: short from, from
0: the San Jose, from from the airport in San Jose, Juan Santa Maria, you can go to the domestic side. And then you can take uh, una lloneta, or that's that's a an right? Liberia, a and go too, to you th- you
1: can from Liberia. You can go, Liberia you can go to Liberia,
0: Or Tambor. and how much is that flight? So,
1: that could be hundred bucks, but one hundred and twenty bucks American. But it's if you got the tickle. if you got the, if you can play the Tico card, you got the Tico code. It's like forty bucks. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's forty or but sixty like, bucks or
2: something. See,
1: like See, less than a hundred. It's, it's definitely it's definitely more than half. We okay, okay, gotta pretend.
0: pretend people. <laughs> Let's. Oh yeah, the Tigo Code will say so. Ask for for it, and then we're in Montezuma now. We got six no, more days. Tambor, what do we do? You're, you're tambor, we tambor, have to pick you we're up there. Pick you up,
1: then we bring you here. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, so it's, if it's, there is no
0: if there is no flat tire, you pick us up at Tambor. We get to <laughs> Montezuma.
1: Or Tio will pick you up. Tio can pick you up too. Somebody will pick you up. Don't worry.
2: Well, and appreciate. then what do we do? Montezuma, you have to go to the waterfall. There's oh, la cascada, the waterfall. You remember the waterfall? Yeah. Beautiful. Three waterfalls. Like you can go one, two, three, and it's just gorgeous. Fresh water. You know, there's a river close to our house, like five minute walk. It's called the Riolajas, and it's just crystal clear.
1: Freshwater water shrimp.
2: So that you can get freshwater shrimp from, and then that goes into the ocean. And that pool between the ocean and the river, God, no words to describe that. You're is just swimming there. Swimming there. It's beautiful. beautiful. You know, then go to Santa Teresa and go eat there. Santa Teresa has also great food. You know, a lot of Japanese Asian places. That's like my biggest, you know, in Santa Teresa, my biggest recommendation is to go to one of the Japanese Asian places. It's delicious, like kojis or katana. It's like,
1: it's just the freshest great, seafood, great it's
2: so delicious. Food. And then, you know, love the Arenal area, which is like the hot springs from Volcán Arenal. And there's different types of hotels and and prices and everything.
1: That's where that's where Sebastian is, no? Uita. No,
2: he's in Uita. I mean Sebastian so Gallucci, our friend from uh, you remember Ama in Toronto, he closed and he also moved here in Costa Rica. Who's this? He's here. Sebastian Galucci, he's the chef uh, of AMA, the Argentinian che place. Chevenio. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Right on Queen and, It was some Queen and Dover, no, before Doverport. Queen uh-huh.
1: yeah,
2: and, he also, and he also moved to Costa Rica and he has an
1: yeah, Airbnb,
2: a hotel there. Hotel beautiful. There. Yeah. Shout out to Oasis hey. Suita. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Okay,
2: so you have to go see him too. You have to go to that area of Huita and everything that's
1: beautiful, and you know. And that's just scratching the surface. That's like two days. I wouldn't even. I, I
2: would. Even, I would even say like at least fifteen days if you want to really enjoy do, Costa. Rica You're not
1: going to do much in seven days. Seven days, you might do this area. Right? Yeah, there's but, just so
0: much to do, so much, and then, man. and then the best advice that I've ever given. Obviously, if, apart from the different places that you can go, is don't if you're going to rent a car, don't rent a shitty car.
1: get the insurance. Get the insurance. One hundred, always, always, one hundred percent. Get the insurance. insurance.
2: You'll get a coconut smashing your car for sure. Like it it's happens insane. a lot. Coconuts yes. just like
0: smash the top of the car or like a window or crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so many hills and barriales and flat oh, tires. What if, the you, rivers, show up, rivers, what you, if you show up rivers. in
1: rainy season? We're in rainy season right now. <laughs> Sometimes we come home and we got to go through a river that used to be the road.
0: <laughs> yeah. That did not to my wife. That was, like, impressive because, <laughs> like, for the people listening, you'll be driving. You'll go to the beach or you'll go, you'll go somewhere. and. You have to go through a river, or you go through the street, and then on the way back, there's a river where there used to be a road, <laughs> and it's not uncommon. I've heard of like tens of cases you probably have seen many this year of cars that just can't make it, and then you, you lose the car. it's gone. It's drowning. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
2: if you have insurance, at least that will be covered by insurance.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe if you have the, right the full insurance.
2: insurance. Don't get just like a tiny insurance. You can
1: get the full, the full insurance. insurance.
0: Guys, and for how has how has Victoria adapted?
1: Oh, oh man. She's the best awesome. We could have done for her, man.
0: She's like no
2: words. That she's two
1: and a half and, and you know use the analogy what was it your mom said que los zorritos siempre quieren los zorritos oh
2: you know how I, <laughs> I was telling Stefan earlier when you left but, you know uh, uh, what's the stinky animal the, the
1: mother skunk always thinks that her baby skunks don't stink <laughs> Right, so we're always like, you know, she's, a she's a genius. She's perfect. Oh.
2: She's all like this girl, but she really, you she know, about, oh, she's shit, man. Half,
1: man. She tells us what she wants, what she doesn't want.
2: She says no, thank you, or yes, she's please. Polite. You know, she oh. doesn't
1: throw tantrums that often. A little bit here and there, but nothing like crazy, you know. We don't have a crazy. And you channel. can tell her something. She's like, okay. You tell her something. She's like, okay. See, sí, mama, okay,
2: papa, like. She's, she, and she, like, as I mentioned, she lives right, we live right on the beach and this property, Joe's property, well,
1: Joe's. That's a it's, whole other story.
2: Joe is the owner of the property. We no ended either. up here, long story short. He just became like our, like, like, like family to us. Like Victoria, Victoria's sees, grandfather. Victoria sees Joe and she, I feel like we feel like she's, she thinks he, he's, he's uh, her, um. Grandfather,
1: <laughs> well, she was she was really close to my dad, and uh, he passed away in February, and we moved here in February.
2: Here it here here to Kawuja
1: and uh, it's like he just took over as the grandfather. That's incredible, like, man! like my dad. He, he gave like me a freaking dad, quad. Like, He's so
2: good. <laughs> he gave us the quad. He's like, fix it, and you can have it. We're like, no, we buy it from you. He's like, no, no, he's no. Like, you just fix it. Just fix
1: it. Drive cuadra it. cuadra so, ciclo. What yeah, is a single, yeah. wow a i normal,
0: want
2: a grandfather a single,
0: like that
2: i've, had to, put,
1: I've had to put a couple hundred bucks into it don't yeah yeah that. it's
2: not it's not a new quad or anything but you know we don't, like, don't care about material stuff we don't care about anything fancy like he's just he's he's an angel to he's us an angel, he's man. really he's a good 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 guy and we're so happy sure. that we get to spend here time with him and his property is just it's gorgeous. Beautiful. This is a paradise. You see, like we go to the beach and we have the best beach on Caguya. Like no questions asked. In the low tide, it becomes like a pool. Like this I can go rock pull, formations. I can pull, uh, clams.
1: Clams. When the tide is
0: low. Right from around inside my house. Make clam pasta. And... Should there be? Because I'm I'm listening to you guys, and it and it does sound like the dream. <laughs> yeah. I know there's some challenges, but uh, for the people listening, this could be a great opportunity for them to be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Costa Rica." So I want I want to do a a comparison. Although I oh. just said it's the thief of compare uh, joy. Uh, comparison is the thief of joy. When you look at what not to and I pay for daycare, which is eighteen hundred dollars a month. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, and then you got the mortgage, and then you got the car, you got the insurance, you got a bunch of other things. It it comes up for like a couple, like us with one kid, very similar to you. When you when you do the math, it it will rack up to at least like five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, like a month. We were,
1: close, we were close to seven grand a month. A month that we needed to live in Toronto. Yeah,
0: like fixed. Not having again, like an extra, again, we, 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 we did, go
1: wow. We, we like had a without,
0: nice there yeah. no. We chose that, right? But but exactly, I mean, it's kind of a lifestyle of Toronto. Like you don't not leave your home if you're leaving Toronto or the GTA. Like you will, you want to go out or whatever. So, if a couple like us or like another couple like you, third in your in your thirties. Early forties, one daughter, 30. one kid. Yeah, thirties for Steve. <laughs> what would they have to take into consideration if they wanted to move to Costa Rica?
2: just did it. and we I want to make
1: one note about that. I think it's it's and
2: it depends on 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 the couple and your
0: financial. And we, we, we got
1: lucky. She's from here. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. gringo's was coming all the time, and and it's and I don't want to knock it either, but like. Know what you're gonna get into, right? Do your research, right? We 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 were lucky again because she's from here, family's from here, she lived her whole and, life.
2: And to open a business here, you this is what we noticed, right? Of course, there's a you know, there's people. If you have a lot of money and you can buy a house here and have a business here, and like do, just do it, like you know, if you if you have like the financial ability. Oh, yeah. Just do it. it You can go anywhere in the world if you have money. In our case, we have X amount of amount of of money to invest, and that money was invested into a restaurant. And, you know, we are not able to buy a house yet and blah, blah, blah. But it's coming. It's coming, yes, of course. But, you know, for us, what we notice with the amount that we have to invest is that you have to have... A Costa Rican in your, in your, life, your sociedad anónima, which is the sociedad anónima. It's like your corporation. What yeah. you set yeah. up, your corporation set up. You know, because you gotta sign. You, it, there's a lot of stuff that
1: and if no you're not one a Tico, knows. You're gonna get the runaround.
2: Exactly, you're gonna get charged more. Or you, when you have your Tico license, let's say, like your like, ID. I So I sign in our corporation, I sign everything and you need a Tico to sign. As a as a foreigner, you need a Tico to sign on everything. And this is what we found out, that it's not the, that easy part, you know. If you want to do it and you don't have that much money, we got lucky because I'm from Costa Rica. And you she's know? a
1: family like in the moon, yeah, she's got family that knows this. She's got. Family. We'll find out.
2: We'll will make it happen. And even one of
1: her cousins got like that's why I go get lemons. He's got like seven lemon trees. <laughs> and he calls me, He's like, "Yo, let's go for a run. Let's go. Let's go for a lemon run. And we go grab lemons. We go for two hours. I take Papichulo go for a walk out in the bush, and then we pick lemons. But like that's why we're able to do things like this, right? You know, a couple we, of other we,
0: things to take into account, maybe like. The insects, the mosquitoes, the bugs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like bugs,
1: if you don't like
0: (laughs) the car, like you 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 may wanna have some knowledge or be at least a little handy because you're gonna be doing lots of repairs. You can also take it to a shop.
2: the biggest thing that you have to take into consideration that no one, I feel like no one takes into consideration, is that when you live by the beach, salinity of the water, and the, in air. the ocean, and the air destroys everything.
1: No way. Stainless so there's steel. A lot of
2: every, even stainless steel. Like if you don't
1: have like high quality stainless steel, it's going to rust.
0: So that's something that you guys need to take into consideration for the restaurant. A lot, a lot, do a lot of things get messed up? Or
1: I think that was why I didn't really, that wasn't the, we didn't, I didn't make a huge investment in the kitchen. Like um, we had to invest obviously, did. but I didn't get top of the line stuff. Cause I knew that one day it's, it. it's going to fall apart or I'm going to want to change it. It might not be the, the right equipment right away. Whatever, but it was cheap to get rolling. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about, if a person has a couple has like a 10 year old son or daughter, what about the the schooling? Uh do are there like schools if people uh how does that work? Because I know a lot of people that no, you know, I, think, I think most of it
1: like in like any part of Latin America, money talks yeah the schools are here but you want to go to the private school school
2: here is expensive so where we want to put like you know what we have a few schools around us that are published a couple options but honestly then this is how i how i grew up right i i was i was born in san jose and all my life i went to private school just because my mom wanted to give us a good education right and and i tell steve i remind him that Okay, public school—it's free and it's—it's it's also beautiful and it's also good. It's okay, you know, but but we gotta put Victoria in a private school right?
1: eventually. Like, eventually. I we we've talked about it. Like even for her first couple of years, she might just go to the the school here. It's on the beach. It's on the beach. Your it's next to a, it's next beautiful. to a it's next to a turtle sanctuary.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know,
1: I would. I, would, I think it would be cool beach. for Victoria to be like, oh yeah, my first couple of years of school, I, I it was at the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. she learns to serve, and she learns like about the ocean and the environment. Like, they are a public, um, uh, 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 private school is not going to teach her that. No, but I don't it, think it teaches right? her
2: like you know language and yeah, yeah speaking but English. Yeah, like grade two, grade three.
1: That's start. that's when we are to talking. And, about the, that. and
2: that there's a private school. It's called Futuro Verde, and it's like a few miles from here in Coano, in the town next door, next to us. And that's where eventually we want her. Yeah, that's our goal. Our goal is to get her there. It's an international bachelor school, and it's mm. it's the only private school too, right? But it's also very good in this, and, in this area. And you know, it's you can you can find a lot of uh, good options, yes. like I least everyone. But it's expensive. Private school here, it's yeah, these six hundred bucks, you know, six hundred to a thousand bucks a month.
0: Well, that's better than $1,800. I mean, <laughs> well, 80,000
2: colones, Estefan. And that's in Canadian
0: dollars. That's like $160. That is insane. Like when I heard how much people pay here for daycare, which I'm doing now, I'm like, Liam better fucking come out of that daycare a fucking astronaut. Like this guy, better, <laughs> guy better like save the world after those couple of years. But
1: don't don't fucking bring him to home in three months. Tell me he can't tie his shoes. Okay, <laughs>
0: What's <Yeah. I> order? <laughs> Exactly. And, but I mean, he loves it. And 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 just for the people listening, eighteen hundred is cheap. Some are like twenty five hundred around here. Oh yeah, so, downtown. Yeah. It's it's insane. And uh, and again, for the people listening, what you were just saying about things to take into consideration, it, they're talking about the outskirts, like the, the beach side. But a lot of these things apply to San Jose, the capital as well, although obviously San Jose is a bit more urban, but and it's not an expensive. The food is really expensive. But mm-hmm. while it's the more urban part of Costa Rica—it's not even close to Toronto or New York or Mexico City. It's like very, very, uh, like a lot smaller. And the last question is: Where do you want to? I mean, before the champagne question, which is the last question that every guest gets. Actually, you guys are the uh, first couple uh, in the history of the podcast. We've never—I never had uh, two people on at the same time. Where? What? What's? Um, where do you want to take the restaurant? What's what's the next year looking like for you for both of you professionally, and and what would it take to to get it
1: there? Um, well, I, I think I think both of us have some personal goals that are that are different. Um, I'm in my. That's
2: also okay. Oh, that's
1: great! It's great. Yeah, I'm in, my, I'm in my 34th year of cooking, so I'm I'm tired, man tired so within the next year you know i'd like to get to where i was at borrow where i'm not having to cook as much you know maybe it's just special events i'm cooking on the beach doing a fritanga mm-hmm. frying some fish making a sancocho or a olla like carne or something and uh just kind of maybe you know we've talked about it even me going on the floor and, and working the floor a little bit not having to cook so much um you know that's kind of that, and then long goal is you know I want to retire, man. I'm tired.
2: For people working the restaurant, we just go there. We just go there and, and, go there and talk and, to people. And, Hi, how are deal, you? you Good. Know, deal with, Good. Deal with Thank the money
1: you. and deal with with the staff whatever. and whatever. you know and hopefully, one day have some locals, make them partners, and get up and do another one and do another one and have a couple of them here. And and for me, it the goal is to eventually work less and spend more time with Victoria before she gets up and decides she wants to go and live in freaking Australia or something. I don't know. You know? true.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love, I love the delegating part of it because the more you're in it, I mean, at the beginning todos somos toderos, like you have to do everything oh, sure. when you open.
1: And, well, especially but, if you record it, right?
0: Yeah, and, and we've done that with pensando and Rethink, but now we're starting to delegate a little more and keep the parts that we enjoy the most. And um, it's it's healthy, too, because you do want to have fun at the same time. Otherwise, like, huh. the next 15 years can just fly by you. You, you won't even notice. Jindra, what about so. you? I have
1: nine, nine, nine more, nine more years. <laughs> just let them fly, nine more years. I want to be at least three quarters retired by 55.
0: Nice. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Jean, what about you?
2: I do want to take a restaurant to the next level. You know, I just don't want to be that 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 beach, cheap joint. You know, I want to be... Up
1: in the mountains.
2: I want to be the restaurant where everyone wants to go and it's going to be months of reservations. You know, I want to get there. And I feel like we can, you know, it's, it's the way that it's been developing and you know people are accepting it. locals love it and and everyone you know that goes there that knows what it was before they're like thank you so much like this is a beautiful place thank you for like bringing back to life and you know making this place like what it should be you know because if you if you look at it it's a uh, it's, it's it's a gold mine. <laughs> this place it's a gold mine. It's a restaurant in Montezuma downtown right on the beach and whatever oh. you have you're going to have probably success. Like you're going to you can have a little soda Or like a little whatever, you're probably going to make it because people are going to go just because of the spot. But yeah. I don't want to be just this spot to go, you know. I I want I want it to be like the restaurant that people from Punta Arenas or the other side of the ferry or Santa Teresa or like Tambor, people go to, people want to go to a restaurant, not just because of the view, but because of the great drinks and the great food we have. And I think we're going to get there. Like I'm I'm doing changes, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to print a new menu that is going to look beautiful and, you know, give it that extra uh, flair, you know, like that extra. Yeah. What I want, and you know, we have beautiful glassware, and we have beautiful plates, and you know, it's the presentation and of of everything, and we have a beautiful mu- mur- mur- <laughs> mural mural too. My cousin painted that is a tropical, um, you know, hand painted tropical mural, and and you know, people could take pictures and nice. But I just want to be on the next level, and I think we're gonna have hopefully very soon in the next five years. That's our goal to have a second location.
0: Amazing. Mm. And now the champagne question is the last question that we give to all the guests. And it, I guess it's very similar to the one I just asked you on the professional side. And again, this you could answer on the professional side or the personal side, but it goes like this. If we were to meet a year from now with a bottle of champagne, 2022. What are we celebrating in Nindra life? Um this is something that crosses
2: my mind a lot. I'm still terrified, but we might be celebrating that I want to be a mom again. That I'm <laughs> gonna be a mom again. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Personally,
2: personally. and I'll have that glass of shot, a little bit of champagne, just a tiny sip of the champagne. It still terrifies me. I'm still, I'm still like thinking how hard it is. And it, yeah. it still is at that beginning, you know, pregnancy at the beginning and everything. But I also know everything passes as a parent. Yeah. If I give an, if I give an advice, I'm not an expert or top mom in the world or anything for that matter. But if I'm going to give advice on parenting to someone, is that everything passes. Like, you yeah. know. Nothing is forever, and you know, even those first months or that first year is really hard. One day, eventually, I want my daughter to have a sibling too, you know. And just because I have trauma with my, with my first child, it's it, she's perfect, but it's just so hard to have a baby. But you know, I, I'm thinking about it. Um, I might, I might do it. But if we're not celebrating that, we're definitely celebrating the success of our, of of a very good year, you know, in our restaurant. Because I feel like we're, we're on a good, we're on a good
0: trajectory.
2: Yeah, trajectory. Like we're on a good path. You know, the, the previous people that had this place had it for almost 30 years. And because of this restaurant, they got to buy property and houses they build a hotel you know and they didn't have anything at least we have something and you know we could make an investment and but they didn't have anything and you know it's that that dream that you can have you know a successful business in the beach and just make it
0: happen i uh, it makes me really happy that that you well obviously on the professional side that you are aspiring to to do more, sometimes once you're in in the journey, sometimes you're like, well, I think we find a sweet spot. Sometimes you say, no, I want five more restaurants, but I guess you'll find out along the way. And it's the same with kids, like <laughs> on the on the personal side. Before I had Liam, I was like, I want three kids, like we were three boys, or or like I have two little sisters. Like, I mean, I. Ahead, I love i I would love to have a big family, which I didn't have growing up because we moved around a lot and and then once liam was was born, i this shit is like, hard it was it is it it was so hard. Like the first year was tremendously hard with no oh, support God, me- in a pandemic. Um, well, you came to cook for us one day, like, it was one of our lowest points, and Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, like, we were really appreciative of you coming to cook, but like, a lot of people don't get it, like, and I get it, because I didn't get it, and it's like, what could be so hard of a, fuck, like, a a little piece of, like, a human, you know? Yeah, Yeah, like, I mean, humanity has all been babies, like, how hard could it be? Like, you just give it milk or whatever, breastfeed, but it's very you can't put it into words how hard it is emotionally mentally physically so for that first year at least on my we we talked about I mean, it and like,
2: first year too.
0: i mean maybe maybe this is it you know maybe like liam is 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 our an baby and, and 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 that's cool like nuns is an only child and that's cool but now liam is like starting to get closer to two years old and like you're like oh my god this guy can kind of take care of himself a little bit obviously if we leave him to like by himself like for a minute he'll destroy the entire house but he won't (laughs) die on you you know he won't die anymore (laughs) so and the more you see other babies you're like this is like a lot of fun in in some ways so then you're like well if i did it once already it can't get shittier than that because i have all this knowledge now they say I
2: think it gets easier the second time.
0: Yeah, it gets easier. You're not worried so much that the kid's gonna die all the time. You're not a new parent all the time. And you
2: need a second kid if you don't want to have that mentality for the rest <laughs> of your life. Because I'm still like, oh am I, you know, is she safe? Is she do you know, like maybe if I had another kid, I'll be more relaxed with both. Maybe Not a lot of pressure yeah. and just. One, you know, it's more pressure divided
0: between two kids of your parents. <laughs> I'm starting to grow more, more fond of the idea of a second one now. Yeah, me too. Because- I'm starting to grow. It's
2: not like a definite yes, but I'm starting to think of it. And, you know, maybe,
0: maybe by next yeah, year. And also, cost-wise, it's, again, inter- it's like very expensive. But, I mean, we'll see, you know.
2: I I feel like for for us it would be um or for me personally in in a level that I couldn't it's my my first pregnancy was not that fun. You know, it was winter because she was born in the middle of um, uh, spring, May 30th. And I was pregnant in the winter and I was super grumpy and I was still working at Barrow. If you all know Barrow, Barrow is a really busy place. And I was I was just like, don't even look at me. Don't touch me. Don't don't nothing. Don't, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of your rage. Don't even look at me, you know? And yeah. I feel like maybe the second time, if we do it again, if we do it again, it'd be different, you know? I'll be pregnant in the beach. I'll be with my family. I'll yeah. be surrounded by friends and family. Still, am still working for my own and working for our restaurant. So... It's going to be a lot of work and I'll be working pregnant, but at least I'll be working for us and our future and, and everything that, you know, we want in life. So the, the circumstances and the situation, obviously, the economical factor is cheaper to have a kid here than it is to have yeah. it in, in Toronto. Except the hospital, because we yeah. get good hospitals, we get good, good, um, free health care.
0: In Canada, that here,
2: yeah. it's, we get also free health care, but I don't want to go birth a child in a public hospital. No offense to anyone that has done it. That's not <laughs> what I want. They're not going to treat you the same way that they will do in a private hospital. right? If I compare where my daughter was born in Mount Sinai, if I compare it, that's one of the top hospitals in the world. And, and here, if I compare it, it would have to be a private hospital.
0: You know, and that's going to be at least five thousand dollars. All the guests get this question, and, and then we might tell you Gindra's answer. So for our listeners, Steve just came back from uh, from outside of, of, of the house dealing to with suppliers,
1: and then they wanted me to pay them, and, and da, da da da. But anyways, yes.
0: <laughs> so the question is: If we were to meet a year from now with a bottle of champagne, what are we celebrating in Steve Gonzalez's
1: life? What are we celebrating in life? I think just life in general. You know, um, as as a cook, I've always been so so worried about cooking and food and and my profession that you know it's time to focus on me and life and us and I actually enjoy that and enjoy, and actually enjoy that bottle of champagne.
0: <laughs> nice. So you kind of deserve uh, to to know Gindra's answer. Gindra, tell Steve.
2: We might be celebrating another kid.
1: Oh, that's See, Let's <laughs> go. That's, it. that's part of life it's life this is about us now it's about you know about us being happy together and actually getting to goals together and doing these things together and you know and having our family it all started with papi chulo before but it could be five no five. Be a party of five yeah party of five in either way oh, my- either way we're gonna practice <laughs> <laughs> let's go
0: va a salir well my friends we've come to the end of this episode I learned a lot about life in Costa Rica even though I'm from there I learned a lot about restaurants I thought it was like 15, 20 G's to open up a restaurant. <laughs> I learned a lot about that
2: A small little solo, you can. You can make it happen,
0: but you're gonna struggle. Yeah, I learned a lot about where your mind is at, and and a lot of the successes and the beautiful moments over the last year. So, I want to give back the mic to both of you for any closing remarks, and then we'll say goodbye.
2: I'd say just if you have a if you have a goal or a dream, or if your dream is to move to the beach and do it and you don't know how to just do it just do it and you're going to figure it out along the way same as parenting right we 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 just do it and we're figuring out along the way and it's not as bad as as you thought it would be you know like oh am I going to be a good parent or am I going to be this or am I going to be that or if you decide to just you don't want to be where you are you're not happy where you are
1: make that change. change
2: it change it, whatever it takes to change it. If your dream is not to live in, let's say, in this case, Canada, for whoever is listening and they want to move to Costa Rica or Belize or whatever it is, you know, that's your dream. Make some research, but just
1: do it. There's so much information out there now, right? So instead of spending your time doing this, actually get on your computer and actually do some research and find out what it takes to get to a place and uh, how it, you know, how do you become part of the community, yeah. not trying to change the community, just kind of roll with it and add something to the table.
0: I love that. I love that. Being part of the community is huge because then you'll actually feel like you live there. Otherwise, it's just you and your own bubble all over again.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, I'm kind of in my own bubble, but I, I have her family and stuff. And, you know, I'm my best friend.
0: <laughs> <Jorge>.
1: <laughs> my best friend is Horrito. He's the neighborhood drunk. Uh. <laughs> every day, every day we hang he's out. There. He says hi he's, to me. I say hi to his dogs. Neighbor, yeah. He offers me booze. I don't drink much anymore, but he offers me booze every day. It's like it's
2: my birthday, and Steve has a, a shot. It's
1: always experience. his birthday. He's like, "Have a drink with me. It's my birthday."
2: Oh, congratulations! <laughs> it's always my birthday. He said, "Like my birthday is every day." <laughs> We're like, cool.
0: Well, un saludo para Jorgito as well, if he's hey, listening to me. <laughs> it's Jorgito's birthday, my friends. We've come to the end. Jindra hey. Steve Gonzalez, Stefan Dyer on the Stefan Dyer podcast. Chao, chao. Gracias por escuchar el Stefan Dyer podcast. Arrivederci, my people.